recording as well. Um, I'm just going to do the clap myself this time. That's that's fine anyway. Sounds good. Three, two, one. Did you pick it up? I picked it up. Oh, I'm picking up what you're putting down, and you're putting down a clap. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the amazing podcast, Tap, in our first official episode on iTunes. T-A-P. T-A-P, Tap. Welcome to Tap, everyone. To our new iTunes audience, hello. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful episode of Tap. Usually we talk pop culture, a lot of Marvel, and sometimes we just talk about life in general, because life can be hilarious sometimes. Oh, today, I'm getting ahead of myself, today... I'm your host, Robert, and today I'm joined with my co-host, Landon. Landon, hey. Hey, man. What's up? How you doing? Hey, you know I'm doing okay. We were just talking earlier about like old stories back in like middle school and how for some reason the high school dances are not as fun as middle school dances no, from no. memory. No, absolutely not. They, they don't compare. I wasn't doing Dougie battles <laughs> at the high school dances, but the middle school dances... Try me. No, Try so me. I want to finish a story I was trying to tell you. I'll start yeah. from the beginning. So I remember this because it was like the most, at the time, I was shattered. I was like, this is a terrible situation, even though like this is me in six, like sixth grade year old mind. Uh, so about 12 or so. Yeah. Uh, the prime. The your, prime. Your prime. Yeah, the prime age. Uh, I was at the Dr. Seuss dance. <laughs> Jeez. And I had, and I bought, there's these glowy rings. Right. And all yeah. the cool kids got the glowy rings. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all in. And so I got, I bought a glowy ring for each of my fees. Do you, do you remember the price for each one? Like five bucks. Oh my God. I th- that's a, okay. That's a bit much, but I, th- I think it's, I think it's around. It yeah. was a bit ridiculous. And I, but I was all, I was in it to win it. You didn't and care. I became the ring pimp self-titled. <laughs> and oh yeah. I went to the dance floor and I started breaking, breaking it down. Started getting some moves in there. Next thing you know, it uh, <laughs> all the guys around me started flocking. You know, they started walking they got away. Like, by your rings. Like, hey, what's going on? And then this this army. <laughs> I don't know how to describe. In four ways, from my front side, right to left, and back, the, like these girls came out of nowhere. Started doing. You know, because remember, grinding was a big thing back then. Yeah. They're trying to control. They started doing that, and my sixth grade year old mind was like, "Oh my god." Don't touch I'm me. I'm in the middle of the situation. I need to be back right now. Yeah. So I remember I awkwardly like left and I went away and I was like in the corner for a second. But everyone could like, see you walk away because oh you looked like a walking like Christmas tree because the glowy light. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was, I had the glasses too. Oh, that's pretty, that's, the shades. Yeah. And Gotham style was blaring in the background. <laughs> I think it was seventh grade. I don't know when that was. Man, it, it was the cha-cha slide, Gotham style, Harlem shake. You remember the Harlem shake? <laughs> that was the greatest. The Harlem shake. How okay. was your week, man? I'm get, what? How was your week? You have a good week? It was fine. I had spring break this week, and yeah. uh, the thing that made when they uh, what made this spring break different than the rest of past is this is my first college spring break, mm-hmm. and I am my spring break is ironically scheduled where no one else is free, so I essentially was like just yeah. doing nothing all week, which can be is nice to a point, but then there was mm-hmm. a point where I was like completely bored. How how was your week, man? It was, it was pretty good, man. I, I enjoyed it. it. It was great, you know. <laughs> Shut but up. it's Friday. It is Friday. If you didn't know, we record this every Friday. Really, sure. Okay. Tune in every week of the podcast. Okay, so real quick, back to business, real quick, because this happened quite recently. The Avengers <laughs> Endgame trailer dropped. Unex- to me, it was unexpected. Did you see? It oh coming? no i I went on Instagram and I was like, oh, that's that's cool because I saw the the poster because the poster released it well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's a new trailer. I. I had no idea it was releasing, but it was a pleasant surprise. Oh, yeah. No, I was literally out yeah. of nowhere. I was like, what? I checked, because I'm usually on that shit. So, mm-hmm. but I checked uh, the Instagram chat we have with our friends, mm-hmm. and they, and uh, someone sent the trailer and was like, this is it. I was like, oh, wait, the trailer's out? And I like just woke up and I wasn't feeling too great. Like, I had terrible sleep, but I was like, I need to watch this. And I watched it like 60 times in a row trying to break down everything. Yeah. And someone brought this point on Instagram, which is a great point, is how there could be a lot of scenes in there that are fake scenes. Because I, remember I, in Infinity War, there was uh, the scene with them in Wakanda running and the yeah. Hulk was there and everything, but that did not happen at all. So I'm wondering what scenes in there are fake, never happen. Oh, yeah. Marvel's infamous for doing that, too, you know? Yeah. yeah especially the Russo brothers. So I would not put it past them. Oh, yeah. Again. Well, Kevin Feige, according to him, it's uh, that trailer only 
has what's in the 15, first 15 minutes of the film. But that also means the beginning of Captain America, like tightening his shield and like his like battle worn face. Yeah. So I'm like, what happens there? I, I, Is it I, a dream sequence? Okay, another detail that people don't tend to point out that I love, that I do think is a cool nod, is that finally they gave Captain America, like, the scaly look. Yeah. Because that's how he looked in the comics forever. And they actually finally gave him, like, the scaly look of the uh, original Captain America. I'm happy that he's at the forefront again. Oh, yeah. Well, I was worried. See, ladies and gentlemen, I worry about Captain Marvel. Tune in our last episode. Was that she was going to, because I already heard she's going to essentially take the forefront of the (laughs) MCU after Endgame. So I thought they were trying to shoehorn her in as the front in Endgame. I was right. like, I don't like that. But as of right now, it's showing that, especially with the poster, it definitely just highlights how he, Captain America's in the front, Iron Man's big one in the back. Yeah. The, the, the two ones that stick out the most, which it should be. It's their yeah. story and it's their end. And, and Thor was a, a kind of a big piece, too, in the, in the poster. Oh, yeah. Thor was a huge piece. I really like how they incorporated Thanos, too. Kind of just in the back of the yeah, corner, just, just like lurking, like menacingly in the background. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this could be good." I'm excited for uh, a stupid sound, the toy line that's yeah. going to come out. Because well, you brought up something about Thanos, um, how they're not showing him in the trailer. Yeah, I thought that was kind of odd. Oh like, yeah, sums up. Yeah, because we all know Thanos is the bad guy, so it's kind of strange that not even because even Infinity War they showed Thanos off a lot. Yeah, but like they're straight up. There's no villain in the trailer. It's just dread. That's it. This is the attitude of we got to get this guy back. It's 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 the end, man. It's scary. <laughs> it's end game. Yeah. I'm wondering sometimes if if Thanos is the only villain in the film. Because there's been rumors going around that there's multiple villains. I hope it's just him. I want Thanos to be the final. Like tank. I want him to go full god mode on this. Yeah. If he wasn't ridiculous enough in the last movie, and I want Cap and Iron Man to kick his ass. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excuse the language. Whoa, whoa, we're explicit under iTunes. You don't, you don't want Thor in on that action? Because uh, I do. Thor wants to be in. Yeah, I like Thor. I like the uh, for once. I like Captain Marvel. Yeah, in the pretty, sense of really like, funny. she actually seems like she has some character in this because yeah. they already had that one interaction of her giving him like a little like like haha like you're you're funny kind of smile like mm-hmm. ha nice one, and uh, and she Thor was like I like her. I'm like oh I'm ki- I'm ki- I'm really excited that. Um Ant-Man is getting this, like, cool platform. Of, I know. Of, like, you know, he's actually, like, he... Because, like, you've seen in, like, Civil War how he was... He was a big... He, he was a, a piece to the puzzle, but he wasn't... He was just there, kind of, as yeah. a filler character. But now you can tell he has an important role. And same thing goes with, like, Rocky Raccoon, I'm really excited about. But uh, the way they've portrayed him in the trailer, like, he, he's got that comedic aspect, but he's also, like means all business as well. So it's like, it, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Because I love Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's hilarious, though. He's no man. one can hate on Paul. No, you can't. Paul's just like a little angel. Okay. Other news. Because you just brought it up. Totally didn't cut it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, James Gunn is shockingly and surprisingly back. Like, out of nowhere. That is a huge deal. It's and a it huge proves win. that I was right and you're right and majority of people were right, which is Disney's firing was complete BS. Yeah. I've seen a lot of arguments before online of like, well, you know, it was kind of deserved. No, it wasn't. No, it never was. I understand what he said was bad. I yeah, mean, I, that, I've seen a couple. Like, I, I read a couple of tweets and I was like, like, geez. Yeah, they're pretty and, harsh. And that's coming for me, and it's like, it was pretty bad. But they were. What over ten years old? Yeah, they're really old. They're so outdated. He's he has obviously changed since then. Yeah, that was totally an impulse decision on Disney for they wouldn't get right. under fire for anything, but it just ended up getting them under fire anyway for impulsively firing a great director. Well, it's just kind of weird because you know a couple months ago they had put they said they had shelved Guardians of the Galaxy three and were focusing on other projects. So now with him being back, does that mean they're not they're gonna are they re- gonna prioritize it? Yeah, are they gonna start bringing it back yeah. well I think what happened was is that they because Guardians of the Galaxy is a big franchise on Marvel's hands because it was the 2014 hit oh, you know yeah. what I mean like it was a huge deal because like not only were they pushing it really hard advertising wise but the movie actually came out and it was a great movie this is when like that was when the MCU was like we can take literally anything and we're gonna make it that much better because yeah. a, a lot of people like even for me a lot of the advertisers were really annoying and I, at one point I was just like okay you know, I'm, right, I'm at one sick. point you're like, I hope this is bad yeah, just because I, how annoying the advertising push was. And and I didn't even see it in theaters. And then and you're like, dude, you have to watch this. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch it. And 
and I, oh, I'm so great. happy I was so wrong because it was a fantastic. Movie. Oh, it was phenomenal. It was a great yeah. movie. I, cause I remember like I was getting annoyed by the advertising too, but then uh, my cousin came down and we were like, "Hey, let's watch Guardians." I'm like, "Sure, yeah, I'll watch Guardians." And uh, it was fantastic. It was at the time. This weird thing about it's before Deadpool came out, like two years before yeah. Deadpool. Um, so as of then, I thought that was like the funniest Marvel film yet. Oh, yeah. Because it was hilarious. There's a lot of adult jokes in it, considering it's a Disney property. Yeah. Uh, Guardians 2. I was thinking about the other day. Guardians 2 is a difficult case for me because I would be lying if I said I walked out of the theater fully disappointed. I enjoyed myself. I thought it was yeah. fine. But like. Is it the greatest? It's one of those movies you watch for fun, but mm. it, it there was a lot of things. It had a lot of flaws. Well, it does the what a big problem that Marvel does a lot, which is that it played up a lot of comedy instead of drama. Because, yeah. like, okay, spoilers for Captain Marvel, quick spoilers. Almost like Nick Fury losing his eye, mm-hmm. and they played it up for a joke. They compromised a dramatic story for a ha-ha goof, yeah. which was B.S., because it should have been like a big dramatic. If you watch Captain America Winter Soldier, they were really setting up to be like, this is the reason why Nick Fury acts like the way he does. Right. This is why he does not trust anybody. Like this must have a deep and intense meaning behind and it. it. Added, oh, he got scratched by a yeah, yeah, and it, it, it added a whole another element to the Winter Soldier. Yeah, because it adds to the sense of mystery that this yeah. entire espionage film had. And even it was the first movie that revealed what his eye looks like, like under the patch. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy cool. And then it makes you wonder even more, like, what happened? Yeah. And then they Marvel played it up for comedy. Well, I think what happens is Marvel, I think, is getting too self-aware in the sense yeah. that their movies of, are not like deep because like, there's always the DC versus Marvel thing. Not so much anymore, but mainly, let's go back to 2014. Like, DC was like, oh, we're serious and grungy. But Marvel was always kind of lighthearted with their things. But, like, I feel like now they're too self-aware about it. To the point where they almost like, oh, we're classic Marvel. It compromises good story. Yeah, because like back when, joke. though there were jokes, I feel like there were a lot of moments that were dramatic that they kept dramatic. I mean, it was, I hate to bring up a quote from a MCU movie, but it was like perfectly balanced. It really was. It had, yeah. it had a great amount of comedy with a great amount of serious, uh, like heart throb. Like, yeah, there was heart story. to it. Yeah. Well, like that's what Guardians 1 was like hilarious too. Cause the ending was actually really nice about like these like bandits coming together, but yeah. like it had a really funny joke before and with like dance off bro. Like yeah. it was so stupid. Just like it had this underlining like story of like just these misfits. Yeah. And people who don't matter come together. And it's just like the, the, the coolest like way they can interact. Like they just did it so well. And that's why I felt kind of let down by guardians of the galaxy too, because they had so much potential and I, they, I feel like they kind of took a step back. They made a back. joke out yeah. of everything, which sucks because I know James Gunn can obviously do better because he made Guardians 1, which yeah. is fantastic. He, he wrote lines in Infinity War, right, for the Guardians? I think so, yeah. yeah. He helped write for Guardians in the movie, and that was great. Too. I thought the Infinity War dialogue yeah. was great. Like, I thought it was perfectly balanced with the comedy and serious. Like, Star-Lord was a, to the point where Star-Lord got so serious, he fucked up and woke up Thanos. Uh, okay. I had a conversation about this a little while ago with you, I think. I think it was with you or Sam. If you really look into the scene, it's not Peter Quill's fault. Yeah. It's actually Nebula's fault because he kept asking, where's Gamora, right? Yeah. But Nebula didn't have to point out the fact, like, he came to the planet and she never came. Like, you did hey, not have up. to point out in that moment. Shut up. You could have waited for it. Yeah. Like, I, like you should have been, like, lied at least, but I'm sure she's fine. But it made for a great scene. Oh yeah, the that scene, scene was, was fantastic. The scene was great. It was very. I felt bad for Quill because like people don't understand because like I forgot. I think Chris Pratt pointed it out, uh, which is true. Is like people were roasting on him for doing that. Yeah, but I mean like Quill's supposed to be a really broken character because if you think about it, like if it all, just from the movies alone, uh, he lost his mom at a very young age from cancer. Uh, he was kidnapped by aliens, taken away from Earth. Uh, his dad, he never knew his dad until he finally met his dad who tried to kill him and use him. So he had to kill his father. And now the only girl that he really actually loved uh, got freaking murked by this big purple dingus who chucked, <laughs> her, chucked her off the edge. So yeah, he's a little bit unstable. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I just, it honestly, everything about that movie, like, the, like the, I'll go back to that scene when 
you know, Nebula, like Nebula won't shut her mouth. And it's like that, that was the first time in Infinity War, like I was seriously on the edge of my seat. Like, oh, yeah. Like one of the, one of the only times, because I've done it before in other movies with intense scenes, but that scene, it just gripped me and like, because well, they I, almost had it. Like yeah. it said, even Tony Stark was like, we almost got this off. And like, we kind of, it's like a Spider-Man actually got it off. Him. Yeah. But he woke up just in time to grab it. Uh, does that mean technically Spider-Man would have actually saved the day? But it's not Toby. But it's not Toby. So technically. Well, technically, God, it would be great if. Toby came out of nowhere. Toby was his Uncle Ben. Yes, please. That means he'd come out of his loins. That means that is Toby's blood. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to you? Uh if it's his uncle, uh oh, <laughs> Uncle Ben. See you next week on the amazing podcast. <laughs> Ended there, seventeen <laughs> minutes long. Uh, no, uh, that God, yeah. If it, I, it t- okay. I mean, I have no. Okay, I gotta stop myself before I say anything. Misquote myself. I have not watched Infinity for a while since the beginning of the school year, which was like August, right? Uh, I've been, I fresh. literally have been saving it. To right before Endgame, before that, I can get caught yeah, up I'm pretty well. I'm excited to do that. But, because I was thinking, because people talk about it, uh, if the movie was disappointing or not. I was thinking about it, and I'm going to say no, because at first yeah. I thought it was, because of the ending, but then after time, I thought that was the beauty of it, was it was really different. That was a different Marvel movie. Yeah. Heroes didn't get to say, good job, and go home. You know what I mean? They even point out in Civil War... How, like, despite the fact all the destruction that they cause, the Avengers, they just go home. You know what I mean? Like, after yeah. the, they can't. Like, he won. That's why I liked it. And, like, at the time, I was pissed. Because I was like, oh, yeah. are you kidding me? This well, is what I've been waiting for for 10 years. But that, then I'm glad it ended that way. Well, I love that because it, like, one of the, my favorite things about the MCU that has done that no other movie franchise has done for me is when I go to the theater... And at the end of the movie, I can feel, I feel like I am a part of the theater. Like the, the people around me are, have the exact same emotions and like, oh, yeah. you can engage in conversations. Like remember the guy up top, he was like, what just happened? Yeah. Can anyone tell me? Like, yeah. I just love that. It was, and, I and remember that was the, that's probably the highlights of a Marvel film for yeah. me, uh, is the, the audience interaction. Cause I remember there's so many moments where like the entire crowd, which like near the end, a big one was in the end when Thor finally showed up with Groot and rocket to earth and everyone's yeah. in the awesome, like orchestrated music. Oh. Star- I'm getting chills talking about Yeah, I uh, like the orchestrated music happened. Like everyone started like clapping and like cheering them. Like, I feel like I'm actually watching these people right yeah. now. Like this is crazy. And then the ending happened and we were all in shock. And that theater was so quiet. I, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah, that's I'm why. That's that. why. Like, I I feel like Infinity War, you know, it was not a disappointment. It, it it was a really well done movie, but like, it it just it was so different. Like you said, it was yeah. it was so different because you don't know how to react. You just witnessed that happen, and you're just sitting there like. Well, I oh remember. I thought the Russo brothers beautifully directed that scene. Is right after he did the snap, they had that quiet scene, yeah. except for the like the the slight orchestrating music in the background, the eerie one, because I have never been to theater so quiet. It was deafening silence to, uh, to the point where I was like, you know, like, yeah, you know, like the silence to the point where like you get almost uncomfortable and yes. so quiet. It was that I was like, but I was too much in shock to be, I honestly was like, no way he actually just did this. And then people started like, well, big surprise for everybody was, uh, I'm not gonna say spoiler alert. Everyone should yeah. honestly this movie by now I made over a couple billion dollars. Uh, because I remember before the movie came out, Larry, our friend Larry, as a joke, kept saying, Spider-Man dies. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, whatever. He actually dies. Like, mm-hmm. I I did not expect, I thought it was a ballsy move to kill off Black Panther and Spider-Man yeah. and stuff like that. I was like, whoa. Like, that was a... Yeah, we were like, come on, man, you gotta stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, looking back at it, smart yeah. to keep it the original cast for they can at least finish their run. But at the time, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking Infinity War, everyone's meeting up to each other. I'm like, oh, shit. And even the Guardians didn't survive. It, I mean, it was just... It, the one that caught me off guard, like you said, was Black Panther because he was the thing in 2018. Oh, After yeah. his movie, he's he's the next big thing. I'm like, oh, you know, the way they did it where, get up, General. This is... The, he just, I was he like, just started oh, fading my. away. I was, I was like, like, no. Well, I, I That's the that, one that got me, and I, I just... 
I, f- I just got chills thinking about that. Oh, yeah, me too. I, mean, I remember the one scene that I give you chills too is I feel so bad for Cap is the first person to go. Uh, it was uh, Bucky. Yeah. Because he was like, Steve. And then he just started like, because even he was like, I don't know what's going on. He started just fading away. This was brutal because he just collapsed. It was brutal. That scene was brutal. And like Sam uh, Falcon yeah. like started just like fading away and like Rhodey's trying to find him. Uh, Dude, yeah, that was well. The scene that I will give Tom Holland any day for, he did a great job in. Is that emotional scene in the end when he was freaking out? Yeah, like he did a really good job as an actor, like getting out of because that was sad. It was crazy thing about that is like, remember they they leaked the Infinity War. Yeah, the teaser trailer. Mm, They showed that scene, but nobody in the trailer, and nobody knew. Like you're watching Spider Man die, but you don't know, and that's what. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's just the power of their editing yeah. and they're, how they're able to be really clever about it because people were wondering, because even then people were like, I remember I watched a video of people like, because oh, like he was like, I'm sorry. And that was yeah. it. But it turns out he was dying in that moment. Uh, that was great. Well, I'm wondering this movie, how Tony Stark's psyche is going to be because they kept highlighting that. How it changes him forever. Well, yeah, I, they kept highlighting yeah. that in Infinity War, how this man's been bothering me for 10 years. Like yeah. he's been in my head for 10 years. Like he was really like, this because even Civil War they started setting up with like I can't have this. He always said like I can't have this on my conscience. Like that's his main reason right. for signing the Accords anyway is because he felt guilty. Well, now he had his essentially his only son, technically in, in the canon as he his only son he ever had mm-hmm. was uh, Peter Parker, and he just disintegrated right in front of him, and like a really emotional scene. And even like you see in the end there, like when he's holding the dust of him like in his hands, like a tear rolled down his face. It's like shit. That yeah. was dead but now finally after a long ass year we finally get the conclusion i will see because people were talking to me about like why you so i go back to poor captain marvel why you're so sensitive over captain marvel well it's because like everything i described with infinity war they set up all this beautiful things yeah of a great conclusion and i respect brie larson as an actress i think she'll do great as captain marvel in the future but step stand down till the OG heroes are done. Like yeah, it doesn't matter what. Like I'm talking even Scarlett Johansson. Like I'm talking right. Like every, the OG cast of Avengers needs their fix. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruff, he's back. <laughs> I I I am beyond grateful that it's in the hands of the Russo brothers because I I give them all my trust because they have done nothing but wonders. Oh yeah. For the MCU and it, and ever since like Winter Soldier, I knew that they were going to be like. Yeah, and even the trailer put me at ease, like because I think they're gonna have a cool dynamic, yeah. Thor and Captain Marvel, like you said, because they're like the same power level, and yeah. Thor is arguably more powerful than her, right? And so, like, that was crazy. So I don't know. They're they're gonna it's it's gonna be really good. I'm excited. I it's would been, like well again, like we just mentioned, I wouldn't be surprised because apparently there's rumor going around, possible spoiler for Endgame, that uh, Thanos is going to snap again. Like, first thing in the movie. That's crazy. Again. I'm wondering if the Russos are going to pull another ballsy move. Because I was thinking about, you know how, like, we already thought it was pretty ballsy of them to get rid of uh, Black Panther. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to pull a ballsy move with Captain Marvel getting, like, destroyed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, her, yeah. like, being like, I got this. And, I, like, I mean, take I on Thanos, and Thanos just destroys her. Killing Black Panther and, and Spider-Man, two, two beloved characters oh yeah especially newly beloved in the mcu yeah fresh faces um i don't put anything past them so well that's what makes this like unpredictable is because yeah. i know i complain like i hope cat is not overpowered for all i know she's gonna get killed with a second snap yeah i don't know well it, it, it's crazy to think about it. this is kind of related but um this will be the first movie in the theater and yeah i'm showing my age but that has an intermission yeah I've never been to a movie yet with the inner. Because well, the last one I th- I know of for a fact was Titanic, and that was '97, yeah. and I, you know, yeah, didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Um, no, like I, uh, well, didn't you say like during the test showings, during the intermission, people like refused to go to the bathroom because yeah. they were so gripped. They said just just keep on going. That's insane. I, I I've seen multiple. Well, I'm about wondering that. how they're going to end the intermission because from what it sounds like, it's nonstop. Yeah. So I'm wondering where they're going to take a point of like a break. Maybe that's when the second snap comes in. Maybe. That they rumored about. Uh, I, I'm i pretty sure I'm going to see Steve Rogers, Captain America himself, go beast mode. Like he's going to lose his shit. How do you how do you feel on the new um the, the new suits? Talk about the ones that are white. Yeah. Uh, I think it depends on their context. 
I think they're stupid if they don't have any context of like time travel <laughs> yeah. or pin particle or anything like that. But when it comes to, cause there's been a, hu- a lot of rumors that are all but true at this point that uh, they're going to do some form of time traveling. Right. I think it's pretty cool for time travel wear. Cause obviously they have some scientific reason for yeah. it. Uh, but you know, what are you going to do? I, I, I think they're fine for what they're going to do with it. Well, here's a big thing that I never really noticed. So I watched it like the third time was uh, Tony Stark was among them. Yeah. Walking. Uh, so, but at the same time, like I said earlier, for all I know, this scene's made up. They yeah. just shot the scene just to put in the trailer. I They goofed us. I, I was borderline not even wanting to watch any of the in-game trailers and just going in with a blind eye. But I just, I can't do it. They just pull you in, man. Well, the good news is about the Rooster Brothers, especially how they're playing with this, is that I don't have to worry about them spoiling anything in the trailer. Yeah. Because they are keeping a sharp eye on this movie because the trailer, I feel like the trailers for infinity war gave way more than this trailers. And that gave away Jack. Like yeah. nothing in the grand scheme of things. It gave away pretty much nothing. Yeah. But this one like is straight up nothing. Like it's literally just the Avengers. Well, it shows you the hype for this movie because literally it's just montages of the Avengers essentially saying we're not having it and yeah. they're getting ready to fight Thanos. And that's all we know, but it's still enough to get us all hype. So we know what's going on. It's just, it's going to be crazy. Well, I already know as a grown man, I'm probably going to ball in the theater, dude. I'm going to get destroyed. Because oh I already know they're going to make some like really, because uh, if Captain America dies or slash Tony Stark, it's going to be like an emotional ass scene. They're not just going to kill him off like he's dead because yeah. that would be such a letdown. But speaking of just a letdown, I feel bad for the Russo brothers right now. This is a lot of weight on two people's shoulders. Oh, big time. Director wise. They are literally helming probably, if not one of the most anticipated movie of 2018 and 2019. I they they're obviously have a good track record of holding pressure with Infinity War. Yeah. But I mean this this is the end all. Oh, yeah, this is know? ridiculous. Yeah, this is well, this is the moment where it's literally up to them on how to end a, a huge chapter. Of the MCU, of the yeah. whole creation of this thing. But there's no one else who who deserves it. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I love John Favreau, but I don't even think he would be no. able to handle all this. Like, this no. is... Well, I think it's a good thing is, like, a quote their name is, they're the Russo brothers. There's two of them. So they're able to both balance out yeah. their uh, stress. I just love how they came in kick-ass with Winter Soldier. Oh, my God. They blew... That was considered, and almost still considered, like, the best Marvel film ever. Because that was a great movie. You could take it away from the MCU, per, like, perfectly honest, and it, it would stand alone as one of the greatest superhero movies ever. To, yeah. It's it, a great, it's gripping. I remember because when I was a kid, this was before, I mean, I was always all in in the MCU. The only, the ironically, the only movie I ever missed in theaters was The Winter Soldier. Yeah. And I was sick for a week, I think, and I was out of school, and you're like, you should watch The Winter Soldier. And I remember you talking about it. I was like, I'll, I'll rent it, and I watched it on my phone. I loved every second. It gripped me every second yeah. of the way. Even though I saw the movies after that and I know what's going to happen, but like yeah. every second of the way, I was like, whoa, like this is intense. I'm going to watch that movie again now. Oh, yeah. I'm de- Well, if you want to join me in this, I'm going to, because we're coming. So Endgame comes out the 26th, I believe. Yeah, I think so. April 26th. Yeah. Uh, April 26th. So let me, let me see this real quick. Hold on here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so today's it is Friday. So what? Dang it. Give me a second. One, two, three, four, five, six. We have six weeks till the movie comes out. Technically less. Yeah. Um, I was going to watch a film a week. Oh, like a select cho- choosing yeah. of films. I don't know which ones to watch, though. Definitely watch all the Captain America movies. Yeah. Civil War is a, um, it's a must do. Yeah. Uh, I was going to speak to you about that, too, real quick. Civil War... I love that movie. I'm, I must be, I'm kind of a little biased though. Cause I'm not going to lie. Cause we watched it premiere night. That was the yeah. first time I ever went to like a premiere premiere. And, uh, I loved that movie every second of it. Like someone pointed out, and it is really true regardless of how accurate the MCU Spider-Man is. Cause God knows we have some problems with it. Yeah. That was a fantastic introduction. Like I couldn't really tell you at the time because I wasn't much of a fan yeah. for you as the time you were a huge fan. Well, I remember how'd you feel when like, when he was like, I, I he was like, yeah, I know somebody. And then it cut to Queens. Well, that's, that's the whole thing for me. Cause I remember, I'll never forget like the whole hype around that movie. I mean, that was the infinity war before infinity war. Yeah. Because civil war was just, Oh my God. You know, 
they're pretty much all back. You know, they missed Thor and Hulk or whatever. But yeah, um, I I'll never forget the first instance was the trailer when it was like dun dun dun. Yeah, it was and he flips in, Yeah, that I mean, I remember seeing. That. I was like, I loved the suit at the time, just because it was a fresh start. Yeah, it was brand new. And um, in the theater when he's like, yeah, I know a guy. And it cuts to Queens. Like my hair stood up. I was like. I, I I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. And then it, it cuts to him and everything about Spider-Man. Well, that movie. It shows you about the Russo brothers. Sorry, John Watts, but I feel like the Russo brothers handled the character a lot. Even in infinity war. Yeah. I, he never said care and help me yeah. out. He literally saved Tony Stark's ass from this beast. That this like ginormous alien creature that is shown to like burst through buildings, and he Spider Man with his two hands stopped his entire weapon, and it was like, hey man, like not yeah. even like without a struggle. It was really cool too because like when he was swinging around, he wasn't doing any of these web combinations and stuff like that. It yeah, was he was just him, him and his yeah. weapon. Well, also, what people tend to look over is the first time we actually get to see him swinging in the mm-hmm. city, the real like Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, that for scene, like that scene makes seconds, me every time like awesome. oh so good yeah. because like every time he's like when he's like get the he's like go get the wizard and he was like got it and like I don't know why it's the scene immediately that, hits with a billboard yeah uh, we're not you can't see us it's the scene where uh, if you're listening you probably can't see us uh, where he when he turned the corner every time it gives me chills like this is awesome is he put his like legs up like the classic Spider Man like mm-hmm. bends his legs and he like did this and like. It's almost like real life physics because he did this and then he like swooped down to the other side of the building. I don't know how to describe it because yeah. it's so like I love when they get swinging right physics wise because yeah. it makes it like that's realistic. And they did it really well there. And like you said, I love to see when he gets hit with a billboard. He's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, and I, like, I even like how like he wasn't too panicked over it, even though he was getting like, beamed up. He was like, I'm getting beamed up. It was just, it was really cool. And like. I, it, it's weird because every introduction that the Roosters have with Spider-Man, it's just really like unique. That bus scene was yeah, probably one of the, if not the, if not the one of the greatest scenes of Spider-Man in the MCU yet. And they incorporated one of the greatest characters the MCU has ever had. Ned. Ned. <laughs> Ned. We're all going to die. I don't know why I like Ned so much. He's just such a knockoff character. Cause okay. Sorry. If you really, Ned is, yeah, Ned is has the name of another guy, but the body of a different character. But I love him. Yeah, he's so he's so lovable. He's the man. He's the, Ned's the dude. He's the guy in the chair. <laughs> Till til the alien ship shows up. That scene was awesome though. Like just the CGI of like him throwing the little black piece down in his wrist and then it formed to the web shooter and they like shot it at the uh the emergency bus handle and he pulled it off yeah and he like, put on the mask and like jumped i over will the- say the cgi looked like shit on the on the web shooters oh yeah that was pretty sketch cgi well, but what's up with the cgi man i think i'll give them an excuse for infinity war that there was a lot yeah a lot of cgi they had to do and they probably were like don't worry too much about the web shooters more than the, Thanos. the one that Okay, Thanos looked fantastic. Thanos looked like a real person. But um, the one scene I'm thinking thinking of is the first time Iron Man suits up. He pulls the jacket strings, or whatever, and it goes over his face. That was bad. Absolutely I'm not, the scene horrible. Of, oh, the, oh, okay, at the time I was kind of blocked with this is awesome because you can see Iron Man again. Yeah. Because like, because you knew as soon as he tightened up his vest, you know it was up. He was like, oh my god, he's about to turn into Iron Man. Yeah. But I remember even at the time I was like, mm. the suit kind of looks like trash. But I enjoyed the moment anyway. Yeah. But uh, I stand by that. Maybe it'll look great if it was practically done a little bit more. But well, it's like, just weird CGI over everything. It's kind of annoying because I it, it's weird for me because I think the um, CGI in the original Avengers, yeah, for better. Iron Man looks better than yeah. like way better. Well, I think it's a John Favreau effect because you've watched yeah. the OG Iron Man, the, the CGI in that movie was fantastic. It came out two thousand eight because. Uh, John Favreau made a make of real life Iron yeah. Man suit that he had to put on. That's awesome. And they slightly CGI. Oh, so okay. Uh, the, one of the number one movies to also look at Spider Man Homecoming. Every scene with him in this just a complete CGI suit looks terrible. Yeah. But I always bring this up because it's a great scene with the real suit. Is the scene with him interrogating uh eight eight not Adrian Toomes, good lord. Yeah. Uh Uncle Aaron. Uncle Aaron. Aaron uh, Aaron Davis. Yeah. The scene when he is like, Charles Gambino, for people to yeah. know, or Donald Glover. When he's interrogating him, the suit looked great. And the CGI was fine with like him like twitching his eyes yeah. and stuff. I thought it was great. And the suit looked nice with its like basketball texture. And so I'm like, this looks great. But as soon as it goes back to CGI suit, I'm like, I'm like watching a PlayStation 2 cutscene. 
I mean, there there were some scenes that was just unwatchable, and I, and I don't put that like I I'm I'm very lenient. Well, I think I was spoiled with Spider-Man CGI from the Amazing Spider-Man series. Well, that Spider-Man CGI was phenomenal, fantastic. CGI. And even the even the first one, the swinging scenes. Well, because the first one they did the. I'll say John Favreau effect again. They did the John Favreau effect again where they did half, majority of the time, they did half practical, yeah. half CGI. Like the original, like when he swing under the bridge in Queens, oh my gosh, that was practical yeah. except for the webs. Yeah. It was amazing. And well, I love, I, I, that was at the time where I thought I could be Spider-Man at some point and I would watch <laughs> the behind the scenes videos. They don't get enough credit for their practical They tried. Stunts. I didn't feel bad. They yeah. really tried. I mean, like, even, like, but it's weird because you see behind the scenes of Homecoming, they did a ton of practical stuff. They just don't use it. They just cut it out. Like, one, is it in one of the trailers, is they, um, because it's almost like it was a big waste of time, is because they want to highlight, like, we made this life-size Washington Monument, like, tip. Yeah. Well, they filmed the scene that was really well done of him climbing up the wall, and it's in the trailer, but then they end up not using it. They use a CGI Spider-Man, and they, like, never use the real one yeah. for the tower. So I'm like, why'd you waste your time making that tower when you just could have CGI'd everything on? See, but then like every time he's in the homemade suit, it looks good. The C- That's weird. The CGI in weird. the homemade suit is fantastic. Yeah. Cause even if, cause like there's like behind the scenes footage of them demoing it. And I couldn't tell. The and like literally it looked phenomenal. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's easier the CGI, like real clothes than, uh, than the skin tight suit. Well, another thing that they try to do, which I understand, but like, Realistic standpoint, stupid. They tackle this amazing Spider-Man too. Is uh, in the comics, Spider-Man's spandex suit is like skin, skin tight. Mm-hmm. But in real life, that would not work out. You would yeah. rip it like that. Like it would be because it's so tight on you and how he agil- like his agility and how like stretchy he is. He wouldn't rip the suit to shreds. But in the Amazing Spider-Man two, they gave it a ripple effect because it was like yeah. a little loose on him, just enough where he has like arm room and stuff. And it was beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. It was, it was so beautiful. And uh. I love how we went to, like, Endgame. Now we're talking about Homecoming and CGI. Well, okay, it all links back. Let's go mm-hmm. circle back to um, Infinity War. I don't know why they have the CGI over a lot of the stuff they don't necessarily have to. Yeah. Of course, I don't expect them to fly, go to a desert somewhere and be like, this is the alien planet. Like, I, I know they're going to have to do a bunch of CGI, but... Like the, the, the CGI thing with Thor flying, I thought looked bad, but they had to do it. Even the Iron Spire doesn't look that bad. It, it looks way better yeah. than Iron Man. I just didn't like, I didn't like, what was it called? Nanotech or whatever he. Yeah, it's called Nanotech. I understand why they had to do it, but I don't, I don't. Well, I, I, what I liked, I watched a video essay on this. And it was really interesting. It's how the Rizzo Brothers perfected like his arc in a way. Because Iron Man, for ever since like. The Avengers one, right? He's always, if you notice in the original movies, he's always been a really cocky, sly guy, yeah. like really cocky, really sly. Ever since Avengers one, he's been like that, but he's kind of been on edge, yeah, because he's shown this world of like there's aliens, there are creatures that are literally like destroy buildings in seconds, like, and there's not much you can do about it, and that's why he had this obsession to keep building suits, and that's and and another reason it's like. When before he knew that he was unstoppable. Yeah, in his mind he was. He like, was I am Thanos Iron Man. on Earth. He's the you yeah know? exactly. He's on Earth. This yeah. is my this is my turf. But uh, the stick they did in Infinity War, I kind of did like, is that the nanotech was supposed to be like this is the peak. This is the best I can do, and no one can no one can get me. Yeah. And then Thanos beat his ass, and he got he got a good licks in, but like overall, we don't have it. Thanos the greatest stabbed line him. He in like Infinity War. Him. All that for a drop of blood. That was. Speaking of the ten scenes, that scene, Ooh. I thought it was over. Yeah, I thought it was a game. I think everyone did too. As soon as like the I music stopped, like, and you, yeah, and he like stabs through Iron Man, and you hear him like breathe, kind of like steady because yeah. he got stabbed. I was like, oh my god, this is it. He's he's going out, and he was like, I have respect for you, Stark. And like he was that whole speech, little speech. But then like Doctor Strange stepped in. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that, but to me, it was kind of apparent. But people had to point it out because people didn't know about it, which was, eh, you know, whatever. Is that each that was a totally part of the plan? Because remember, Doc Strange was like, yeah. was it like four million over four million outcomes? And he was like, well, which one do we win? One. And that must have been a part of the one. 
is him giving away the stone yeah. and letting him do the stone. That is something I will say from the Endgame trailer. I do miss Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was great. Well, it was weird because Doctor Strange in his, in his OG movie was kind of okay. That's that that is the most forgettable MCU movie for me. It yeah, is, is it was kind of weird, and I was like, yeah. eh, it was okay. For me, it was just like, fine, but like, I loved him in Infinity War. He was great. Like, he was awesome. I love the way he interacted with everyone, yeah. especially Tony. Because like, him and Tony are both airheads when it yeah. comes to like, their egos. So, uh, that's why like, I love how like, they went like, head-to-head a lot when it comes to like, planning. But then eventually they got to understand each other. Yeah. Because I remember like, even Tony was like, guess who saved your magical ass? Like, it was like, really funny. I also like, <laughs> I also like, I'm just a geek though, that's why I like it. I love the reference that Spider-Man made. Um, he was like, okay, do you watch this old movie called Aliens? I was like, yeah, and as soon as he said, yeah. I'm like, I know what he's going to do. And there's a cool little, it's, it's, it's a little bit of an Easter egg. The way that, I forgot his name, the wizard. Ebony Maw? Yeah, Ebony Maw. You yeah. know how he died and how he flew out in space? That's how the alien queen was looking like. The and same the aliens, position. Like, like right? same kind of position. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, that's, that's really cool. cool. So there's a little nod to Aliens. I really dig that. I'm a huge Aliens fan. Uh, I Every scene with Peter, I actually really loved. Yeah. Because he was he was so him. He was just an awkward dude. He was a fish out of water. Because like he didn't even know how to introduce himself. Like, I'm Peter, by the way. Like he was See, just, I had a problem with that because they it was the same dialogue, but it was a different shot. So in the trailer, he's like, he's like, oh, we're using our made up names. Well, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. He, there was a different scene in the movie than it was in the trailer, and I didn't. I like the one in the trailer better. You did, yeah. So that's why I was like, the Russos will do that, but sometimes it doesn't pay off, in my opinion, because that one, I don't know, looks a little better. Yeah. Excuse me for a second. Go ahead, tell me your opinion. So, tap. <laughs> we are tap. Tap. Uh, we are sponsored this week by tap. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably gonna do that. Tap tap. I was going to cut this part, but uh, dude, imagine one day we get sponsors. Christopher Daniel Barnes protein milk. Do you want to look like fucking Rip Spider-Man? That one post I made, people completely under, like under, did not understand me. Because they would be like, he's not supposed to be Jack, he's supposed to be like a swimmer. I'm like, I mean like the animated up, series. Bitch. Like the animated series. Yeah. You dingo. You dingus. I, I have never, I like that community at all, but I have never seen a community get so triggered like that. If you say anything against oh, their Spider-Man. I'm sorry. I thought Toby versus Andrew was toxic. <laughs> Hello, Tom. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. my God. It's, it's terrible. Bad. Like, dude, they cannot get along. They're a bunch of whiners. I hate it. Because, like, all I do is, like, whine, and then they shit on Toby. Even though, whatever, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Do, we, don't, don't you have questions for Instagram? Yeah, I'm about to get into him. Uh, but what, what were we talking about? Talk about Peter. Ah, I took out yeah. the seat. Okay. Oh, one more. Sorry. Yeah. Tell me if you give me a nod if you have it. Yeah, I don't understand why the Russo. I mean, I okay, I understand why they take out scenes from the trailer and make them different from the uh, OG scenes, yeah. but uh. God, man. I mean, it could just be looking back at the nostalgia. I haven't watched it in a while, and I'm going to watch it like, I don't know how, when to watch it, though. Should I watch it a week before the movie? Well, before I can watch it and get hyped? I, I may watch it a week before the movie. Infinity War? Yeah. I want to watch it like the day of. Well, I want to watch it like day of, two. I was thinking about that, but I want to give myself, like, my brain time to process and get, get even more hyped. That's what Civil War's for. That's true. Yeah, we can do that then. That That's going to be... I'm I'm like I this I'm nervous and I don't this is weird because I usually like I was full on excited oh, for Infinity War I, I couldn't I was jumping out of my pants. Well, I think what makes this one more like nervous no. is how dreadful yeah. the the situation is. Oh, man. It's going to be so good though. I already know it's going to be fantastic it's, at least. I'm, I'm like mm, the greatest day in the world. Is going to be when the reviews come out, like early impressions. Well, even then, I doubt that we get to hear anything. Yeah, I don't want to see anything. I just want to go in with like a a, a blank slate. Pretty much, I that's exactly what I want to do. Well, I'm one excited. If you look at the if you look at the casting from last time I checked, Tom Holland's in the casting of the film. It's so weird. So I think what's going to happen is this is a very small possibility. I have a couple of theories, and they're really dumb. 
Okay, one of them is not so much dumb. I'll tell you the dumb one first. Is that during almost halfway through the movie, they solve the problem. And everyone comes back, but they didn't solve the Thanos problem yet. Thanos is yeah. still out there. And now the, all the heroes can be like, let's finish this once and for all. And everyone gets to witness the heroic sick. death of Iron Man and Captain America, like Spider-Man and everything. Because like you brought up, sick. and I would, I hate that as of right now, Spider-Man will never have too much interactions with Captain America because I feel like they'll do great team-ups. They had one on-screen thing together, and they were fighting. Yeah. It's like, Even oh. then, it was charming. Like, remember, like, where are you from, kid? And it was like, Queens? He was like, huh, Brooklyn. Like, they yeah. actually had, like, a little bit of fun. But anyway, yeah, I, that was the first theory, is that, like, maybe during the intermission, they somehow reverse the tides, and everyone comes back, and then everyone gets ready for the big fight. Or in the dead-ass end of the movie, is somehow, like, when Iron Man sacrifice, And I keep saying Iron Man, he's going to die. Yeah. We all know Cap and Iron Man's going to die. It's no secret, but we don't know how or when it's going to happen. I'm interested to see what happens to Thor. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's going to die or not. I hope they don't kill him. I love Thor, though. Thor is too likable. Like, I, like, I'm not saying anything against Captain America and Iron Man, but well, you, they we deserve, know their times are up. Yeah, they deserve their outage. But, like, Thor recently just got rejuvenated with Ragnarok. And and he even said, like, he wants to make more movies Yeah. after like, the success of Ragnarok. Yeah, that's insane. That's, but uh, my other theory that's kind of reasonable is, like, essentially what Iron Man does is sacrifice himself. Uh, that's the thing that reverses everything. So like, I don't like Tom Holland, like Spider-Man comes back. He's like, where's like, where's Tony? And he's like, he's gone. Like, it would be like, I, I I kind of prefer the other one I was thinking of when everyone gets to see their heroic end. Well, I I hope it's, I hope it's like you said, halfway through everyone comes back and then, uh, you know, it's going to be this badass like homage. What? I'm sorry, what the hell happens in the end of the movie? Because remember, for Far From Home, they said that takes place like minutes after the end of Endgame. I'm taking everything they say with a grain of salt. That's true. There's no, there's, I just, I don't see a possibility to where, because everything you've seen. That was a post-apocalyptic, that would take years to get rid of. And also like, it is kind of weird how that movie is so lighthearted looking. Like, oh, fun summer vacation. Oh, Mysterio. I'm like, but we just came back from like the most life changing crisis in their universe ever. It's going to be interesting. And and it's it's not going to be easy to watch either. Oh, God, no. That's going to be painful. I, oh, dude. Iron Man. No, that's, this is going to be, I mean, like. I don't know. I hope Iron Man gets his due and his and cap. I but think uh, they, they definitely will. Thanos is, I think he's going to come back bigger and better than we're ever. We're coming for you, Josh. He's, we're coming for you, Josh Brolin. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, but okay, so earlier today, no, yesterday, I asked um, some fans uh, about some questions for a little Q&A. So this is the Q&A section of the podcast because occasionally I, I ask questions and I hope they have answers. I have answers for them. Um, So let's get Right. right into the news. Um, give me a sec. I'm so professional. Uh-huh. Okay, so a couple questions for us. Very simple. Uh, favorite arc in the '90s Spider-Man cartoon? It's a hard one. That's yeah, a very hard one. Because I just recently I finished the entire series, as you know. Yeah. Entire show. So I've watched all the arcs. Um, some arcs are trash. I find them entertaining yeah. as hell, but they're not good in my mind. Like the mutant one. Like, I like how the X-Men was in it, but then Spider-Man became like a spider mutant monster it's, thing. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. I was like, eh, that's kind of weird. But, uh, but if I had to go with two, one of them is obvious and the other one's not so obvious. One is the, the Venom, the, the alien costume saga. I, I want to pick that one, but it's so like, it's so generic in my yeah. mind. But the other one that I'm probably going to choose is the final arc, which is, well, yeah, it's, a, it's the Secret Wars. Yeah. Because in the final season, essentially almost the entire season is based off the Secret Wars arc. And that was awesome because that was like OG MCU. Because yeah. it was Captain America, Iron Man, even uh, Storm, one of the X-Men, really cool, yeah. uh, came, to, uh, came to help Spider-Man. I always liked the Sins of the Father with like the Green Goblin. Sins of the Father was a good it's just arc, too. fantastic. Green Goblin was awesome. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of being a kid. Yeah, true. 
Uh, would you like it cooked or raw? Do you get this reference? No. Uh, so what happened was in the episode, Eddie, uh, it was the first episode of the anime series, uh, cause Eddie was trying to expose uh-huh. Dr. Connors being the lizard, but then, you know, Spider-Man's like, you're not ruining his life. You know what yeah. I mean? So Spider-Man cured him. And then eventually though, uh, Eddie Brock went to JJ and James and got the police and they went to Dr. Connors house. He was like, I'm telling you, JJ, it's like, if, if he's not the lizard, I'll eat, the, I'll eat today's issue of the Daily Bugle. And he was like, okay. And then he opened the door and it was Dr. Connors yeah. as, a, as a person. And then uh, J. Joe and James looked and was like, so would you like it cooked or raw? That's funny. Yeah, so that's the reference. Uh, this that's not one a is question, from, though. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it is. Sorry. Go, for, go for it. Question. No. Oh, they oh, said that's not a question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say cooked. I was never eating things raw. Uh, this is from a friend of ours, Shattered Dimensions Memes. Right. Love that game. Uh, what is your least favorite thing about your favorite Spider-Man movie and or TV show? Mm. All right. Um, are we saying movie or movie series? I think it counts. Movie series is fine. All right. I'm going to go with the Raimi series. Well, that's your favorite. Well, it says like, what is the, uh, what is your least favorite thing yeah. about your favorite? Yeah. Okay. I'm going, I'm going with Raimi series and I'm going to say Mary Jane. Really? Raimi series. I, I just thought she, she was the scapegoat too much. Like She's always the damsel in distress. Yes. Yeah, that was yes. kind of annoying. Uh, TV show wise, um, no, it's some the uh, my favorite TV series was the '90s series, and at some points it just showed its age very much, and it was very cheesy. Yeah, but it's it's got that charm, so you can't hate it. You know, well. Uh, was your uh, least favorite the movie was hard I don't really have a favorite because I always get so back and yeah. forth um, I'll, I'll choose both of them I'll do one on Homecoming and uh, the original Raimi trilogy Homecoming what obviously is my least favorite thing is how inaccurate they made the character at points to right. the point where it's borderline ridiculous uh, when it comes to the Raimi series is it, it's a, this is a dumb one but to me it's because you already said Mary Jane that's such what I was going to go for uh, a dumb thing for me was the organic web shooters. I know what they're trying to do, right. but I would have loved to see Toby crack down and make a pair of web shooters. I hate it too because they had, I mean, they had, they had it at one point. Yeah. And they had a cool design for it too. Like the little two little buttons right yeah. there. Oh, it's cool. Uh, when it comes to TV show, I can say the animated series is my favorite. My number, my least favorite thing is sometimes how that one, the animation gets really choppy sometimes. Yeah. And two, they kind of do this almost a little too much. You mainly the early parts of the show they would recycle animations yeah. like to the point where even their lips wouldn't sync up to the lines because they're reusing a same animation they used six episodes ago. And you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Uh, anyway, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, favorite side character and why? Hmm. Spider-Man wise. Uh, I mean, we can do Spider-Man and then something else. Okay. Um, for Spider-Man, I won't go Raimi again. I'll switch it up. Um, I really thought, I guess if you can count this as a side character, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. was fantastic. I could agree with that. Fantastic. You go, Emma Stone. You go, you go, Miss Stone. Uh, favorite side character and why? That's a good question. I don't. It's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Um, ee, that's a difficult one. I want to say Ned because everyone loves Ned. Yeah. But, uh, Everyone loves that. That's an assumption. Uh, no, it's a fact. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the sake of the 90s series, I'll do this. Uh, I love the side character of Dr. Connors because he's such a nice guy. Yeah. That Because that, I actually had this conversation. I, I brought it up to you the other day. I feel bad for the lizard because I feel like he's underappreciated, almost like the right. 90s series itself, because like, don't get me wrong, the, anime, the Amazing Spider-Man 1 did a bad job because they didn't develop him enough. Yeah. Even the Raimi series, I loved him in the Raimi series. Oh, fantastic. And so I would have loved to see him become the lizard because then it would have been hard. The, the thing that makes it cool is that it's hard for Peter to see him go through this because he can't hurt him because it's Dr. Connor still. So it's like almost it really that character really makes Peter think of like, how can I yeah. do this without hurting my friend? Um, um, if if I were to go Raimi series, just to throw it out there, J.K. Simmons is J. J. Jameson. Oh my god! Fantastic. I don't know why you think of that. That was fan. Yeah, I'm an idiot. All right, a question: Who are we going to chase at the ends of the earth? 
Shocker, of course. Gotta go with the shocker. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit and I'm gonna go shocker. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, all day. Shock her. Or Paul Giamatti's iteration of the rhino. Any you mean, day. You mean his iteration of the shocker? <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, okay, Excuse me. make sure. Uh, all right. Ooh, give me one second. All right, we're good. Uh, what's what's your... I see you said, what's your favorite Spider-Man villain? I'm assuming this means what's your favorite Spider-Man villain? I already know yours. Yeah. Do you like, would you like to share it? I, I want to say Green Goblin, just because he is the, the pinnacle of what Spider-Man, you know, is not. And it w- f- fights for what is wrong. But it's like, Hobgoblin is so underrated. I feel bad. Okay, I will feel bad for Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin's awesome. He is so underrated. No one so gives badass. Hobgoblin his due. Yeah. Uh, I I'm going to go with Hobgoblin. I can agree with you. Uh, I got to go do something different, though. Because you already said Hobgoblin. Then. I love Hobgoblin, though. Uh, I have a couple of uh, favorites. It's, it's really difficult because I... They're all so good. Yeah. They're all so well-written. Like, I'm going to go with... Because I want to say Dr. Otto Octavius because almost every interpretation... Almost, not all. Every uh, interpretation, I, like, thought he was cool and compelling. Even the animated series. I love this Goonie German. And also, that he was even given, like, a kind of a nice origin story. He was, like, back when he was normal, he was, like, help Peter in science camp. And he was, like, don't worry. Like... Peter was getting bullied and he was like, don't worry about it, Peter. It's all right. Like, you're the smart one here. Like, being nice to young Peter. And then Peter had to fight him when he's older because he's insane. But, uh, and I already said the lizard. Uh, so Honestly, I, I will agree. Like, Doc Ock in the 60s series was yeah. hilarious. Oh, my God. He was such a goofball. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, sudden. I'm like, whoa, here he is. Uh, I'm going to be generic real quick. And I... I, I just because I think this guy is whack and I do think it's a kind of, I give props for them for going this edgy. Uh, I have to go with carnage because this dude's crazy because green goblins a nut, but carnage literally for fun. Like it's in the comic throws out like a infant out the window for like, he can be like, catch this one. And him and and Spider-Man and Venom had to be like, Oh Jesus. Like, let me catch this baby from a falling bill. He was intense. And, like, even there was a couple of cool arcs, like, standalone comics he had. Like, apparently it's called, like, Carnage USA, where, like, he literally takes over, like, an entire town. Like, it was crazy. It was a weird arc. And Spider-Man had to be like, I know what's going on. Would you, would you say there's going to be Carnage? I would say, there's going to be Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to go generic route. I like that answer, though. That's really, really good job, man. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, do you think power? Do you think powerless Spider-Man in the Spider Wars was a stand-in for Christopher Daniel Barnes? Okay, to get some context, I'm gonna say yes. Uh, it gives him context during. This is spoilers, by the way. I, I would recommend watching the anime series. Please go support it. It's a fantastic yeah. series. Uh, spoilers for the very final episode. Uh, eventually, in like the final episode of the entire series, oh, a couple like I think it was like two final episodes. Uh, is the runner-up in the final one? They had almost like a sp- oh, the OG Spider Verse kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas he went to different dimensions and got different Spider Men from different dimensions. And this one came in, who is ju- who looked just like Spider Man, <laughs> who talked just like Spider Man. He has no powers, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" Essentially, like they're all like, "Why yeah. did Madam Web bring you here? Like you have no power." And he was actually kind of a good help occasionally, but they still were like, "What? What are you doing here?" Uh, turns out, uh, the the twist is. Because, like, he went to different universes afterwards to follow them, like, go to their dimensions. Right. He uh, went to that, the useless Spider-Man's dimension. Apparently, he's just an actor. And he's supposed to be in, like, our real life dimension. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the episode that ever it's iconic that everyone knows when Spider-Man meets Stan Lee. That's which really is, cool. oh, it's such a nice, wholesome episode. And, uh, yeah, I do think it was a stand-in for Christopher Daniel Barnes. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just an actor. And he was, like, being really nice. You know who I would love on this show? Christopher Daniel Barnes. Yes. I would love... Can we make it happen? Let's make it happen. All two of our followers. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Anyway, uh, I think uh, that yeah, that about does it for tonight. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening in to TAP, the amazing podcast. 
Um, thank you for listening to us rambling about Avengers for an hour. Uh, we're just really excited, man. This yeah. is the trailer just came out. It's oof. It's gonna be a good one. Thank you guys for watching, listening to Tap, the amazing podcast. Thank you to our new iTunes listeners. I hope you enjoyed it. Listen to our Thanks, last guys. podcast where we talked about Captain Marvel, gave our thoughts and gave a review for it. Please give that a listen. It's a pretty good one, I would say. Uh, anyway, Atlanta was like to say anything else. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, it's really cool to be on iTunes. So if you're listening there, what's up? And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. That's right. See you guys. Thank you for tuning in. That was a great one. <laughs>